Today, I'm sharing my journey creating my own personal photo project. That's right. I'm going to practice what I preach in this episode, episode 67 of the Shutterbug Life Podcast. Welcome to Shutterbug Life Podcast. If photography is not just something you do, but who you are, this is a place for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything you need to be, do, or have to reach your true potential. Let's celebrate the creative photographer's lifestyle with your host, my dad, Linford Morton. Hey, welcome to the Shutterbug Life Podcast. This is your weekly photography lifestyle podcast, and this is where we learn how to be better photographers. I'm your host, Linford Morton. Of course, you can call me Lynn, and this is episode 67, and today we can plan a long-term personal photo project together. That's right. I said together. And uh, by that, I mean, I'm going to I want to talk about planning one, but I'm actually going to do it for myself and I'm going to do it with you in front of you, alongside you, however you want to look at it. Um, that's how that's what we'll do. And uh, I get to use a lot of the principles I've been talking about for the last, uh, you know, half year or so about focus and platforms and all that other stuff. And I'm actually going to do it myself. And you can watch me work on it. And you can work on yours alongside if you choose. And we will see how this works together. This episode is brought to you by Photo Tour New Orleans. And of course, this is the weekend workshop where we spend three days in New Orleans photographing just a wide variety of things. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's everything from different neighborhoods within the city to the bayou where we get to photograph um, alligators and wild boar to cemeteries above ground to, of course, the French quarters and French quarter and, uh, and, uh, just a wide variety of things. I thought today I'd just share just a couple of the comments from our last attendees. And the first was from Marge. Marge is just a hoot, a lot of fun. And she says, the trip was first rate and it hit on all cylinders. The photography assistance was the best yet. And clearly the people you attract are wonderful, collegial, congenial, and generous. I'm looking forward to the next adventure already. Thanks again for all your help and unending patience. This is Marge. Conrad sent uh, a note. I'm going to just read part of it. You can read the whole thing yourself on online. But he said, um, we came away with terrific daytime, nighttime, and weather images. Also, I was able to spend some quality time with wonderful, like-minded photographers. Lynn was fully invested in us and our respective photos. He tirelessly guided us through the city, coached us with our camera set, and reviewed our actual shots with the goal of improving and learning. I can't recommend this experience enough. And then finally, I'm just going to share a quick note from Karen. She said, thanks again for the a great workshop photo tour in New Orleans. It was an awesome group and a fantastic learning experience. I'm looking forward to future outings. 
And we have more of these kinds of comments online. You should check them out. But what I really want you to, to take a look at is the their images. You, I think you can tell a lot just based on what they shot and what they chose as the photos they want to share with you. I created a, a cool uh, video of that. You can see them all at phototourneworleans.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. And it'll also have all of their their quotes and their feedback from the weekend. Take a look at that. We're going again October 6th through 9 of this year, October 6th through 9, 2016. I'd love to have you join us. It's probably one of the better things you can do in your photography experience. When Mike Bowen ran through Constitution Gardens and down to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall, he completed his goal of running 58,282 miles. It's one mile for every name on the wall. For him, that was the end of a, a lifelong project. For me, I'm going to mark that point as the beginning of my own personal photography project. I'm calling it Warriors at the Wall. In today's episode, I practice what I preach, or I practice while I preach. So we're going to talk in this episode about how you can create a personal photo project but I don't want it to be just theory, so I'm going to use this framework to decide on and work on a photo project for myself. Now, before I get too far down the road, in early 2014, I recorded a webinar called Finding Your Personal Photo Project. And in that webinar, we looked at some examples of what photo projects might look like. So if you are still wondering what the heck is he talking about when I mention that we'll work on a personal photo project, you might stop and go back and sort of listening to that webinar. I'll have a I'll have a link in the show notes to that one from a couple years ago. In that one, we looked at some examples. I gave you seven questions that you could ask yourself to help you find your own best personal photo project. But today I want to take it, I guess, up a step to the next level, if you will. I want to go through the process of creating one for myself. And if you remember what we talked about back then, when I said, what's a photo project, I said it is, it, it has some characteristics. It is ongoing, meaning it's something that you work on as you have time or as you schedule time over a long period of time, right? So it's not something you just go in like one story and shoot it and post it and you're done and you walk away. Many people work on their personal photo projects for six weeks, six months, six years. It's ongoing and it's something that you just continue to to contribute to and build over a period of time while you work on other things. It's thematic, meaning it's usually centered around a specific theme or a specific story, and, and that's how you keep yourself focused or know that that this is something that you you can and you're shooting something that will work for your 
your photo project. If you recall, when we talked with Art on back in the software issue, he talked about doing his own project on hands. So he's, he talked about whenever he came across an opportunity to photograph hands, he would go ahead and think about how might this work in my ongoing photo project. Humans of New York, everyone understands, everyone knows about that by now. It's probably one of the more popular examples of a photo project. Brandon Stanton started with the goal of just taking what he called a photo census of New York. He was just going to photograph people all across the city and plot them on a map. That was a photo project, if you will, that really grew into something much more. So it's thematic. And the other thing is it allows you to use your photography and overlap it with another one of your interests or passion. So this is one of the things we talked about before in past episodes, that when you are trying to now begin to build something more substantial or substantive with your photography, sometimes it's helpful to think about another area uh, where you might have a passion or an interest and think about how you might work photography with that, overlap the two. I shared a video, oh, I, I think it must have been within the mentoring club, but it was Chase Jarvis calling this the dirty little secret to photography, meaning that photo, photo photographers know that if you really want to you really push yourself, you, you don't just focus on photography, you take photography and use it to focus on something else outside of photography. And of course, it's something that you are interested in and passionate about because one, you'll know that subject matter better than most people. Two, you'll have better insights in how you might approach that and how you might photograph that, which might be better informed than your your novice in that topic area. And 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 finally, because you know it so well and because you can approach it differently, you now have the opportunity to focus and photograph that special that interest area with a with a set of eyes that are a little better informed than most people and it gives you the best opportunity to now begin to create your own unique style or viewpoint or voice and so when you are now doing a photo project it gives you a chance to express some of your other interests now for me in this, so you can stop there and have what's called your photo project. Uh, back when we did the webinars, I interviewed Tom Spurdudo. He talked about some projects he was working on. For instance, people who were finishing um, the, I think, a 100-mile marathon or something like that. He talked about doing a photo project with couples who've been married for more than 50 years. And so it's like, you know, looking at these different themes and telling ongoing stories about them. For me, I'm going to emphasize the project part, meaning the goal is not just to shoot recurring photos around a specific theme. The goal for me at the end of this is to create something bigger than the parts, meaning how do I take all these pieces and all these stories and really create something else with it? Now, 
I, I, I'll, I'll confess that one of the reasons I'm doing this is really that part, to create something bigger. And I'll share the, the sort of the selfish motivation behind that for me. I'm walking around the floor of Photo Plus Expo. The last couple of years, you, many of you, if you've been following along with me, you know that I go every year to the Photo Plus, the PDN Photo Plus Expo and show in New York City. And I spend a lot of time there just sort of soaking up what's going on in the industry with the hopes of bringing back some interesting topics to talk about. Well, you know, one of the things I notice is all of the presenters, as I'm walking by a lot of the presenters, I look up and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the stuff they're showing and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I could take that. I could do that. I could do that. So then why is that person there, right? Because, you know, there are a lot of people who could take a photograph that looks like that. I mean, technically, that doesn't take the kind of skill that separates this person from the hundred people who are in the audience in front looking on. So what is it? And what I noticed was nine times out of 10, these people were presenting the results of photo projects that they've been on. They were, they were talking about, you know, Matthew Jordan Smith, the 100 future presidents he did. And I forget the name of another guy who, who was showing all the, photos he'd taken on a wildlife um, um, photography exp, you know, exp, expedition. But they all had these pre presentations that were wrapped around projects of photo stories. So I thought to myself, okay, that's interesting, because it also reinforces some of the things we talked about before, that if you want to start to be known for something, you got to be known for something. And, and then so you've got to start creating you got to start creating with that in mind. Now, for me, uh, you know, the platform that I have been building and and building out has been this, the Shutterbug Life podcast and 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 community. This is really what I want to be known for and what I want where I want to serve and where I think I can contribute to the larger photography community. Right? So, this is, you know, my 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 priority. But as me, the creative, I, I realized that there's room to create something else, something larger on the creative side. So this is sort of the thinking that's leading me down this road. For most people, you will launch a photo project to, to, it's a way to help you begin to improve. No matter what you choose, as you continue to shoot regularly and consistently, you give yourself the opportunity to get better. And, and that's with anything. Repetition, repetition will always help you improve. You will be able to look back and see where you've come from and where you've gone. It gives you the opportunity next to stretch a little bit because you can build into your project a component that just forces you to leave your comfort zone just a little bit. It gives you an opportunity to share and to be, be again build something for which you are known. And then in the process, many people while doing this find themselves. Because I know a lot of times when we're searching for how do I find my voice, how do I find my style, how do I find what's uniquely me, lots of times it it reveals itself to you as you go 
through these processes. Now, some people have more than one photo project at a time. I talked about Tom Sperduto, and I'll link to his webinar as well. He had, I think, like three or four or even more ongoing at the same time. And he talked about why that was important. And so, you know, that's, you know, worth uh, another listen to. So you don't have to just stick to one. Again, I think for most people, when you focus, when you focus to one, you can make the biggest impact faster. Not not overnight, but faster. And if you're doing three to five, then you you won't make the same impact at the same rate. But maybe the goal is more of the self-exploration and seeing which of these three you like best. And so if that's the goal, then, you know, the goal is not speed, but the goal is more self-discovery. And that's fine, too. So th- with all of this in mind, in mind, let's start to create a photo project. Now, one of the things I talked, we, I just mentioned was when you're creating a photo project, you're looking for another area that you are passionate about, have a, a strong interest in, know better than the average person that you can overlap with photography. Because again, that helps you with your insights, but it also helps you sustain the project over the long term because this is something that you are interested in. I, you know, ideally, it's something you, you would be doing anyway, even without the project. So putting a little structure and focus around it is helpful. Does it help you? The other question you might ask yourself is, does it help fit in with your skill sets or your goals, your photography goals? Meaning, if you are creating, for instance, um, a photo project around, let's say, I remember I talked about this a while ago that a client of mine said he was in Washington, D.C., and his goal, he was a biker, and his goal was to bike all 50 state-named streets in the city. So if you, those of you who don't know, Washington, D.C. has streets named after most of the major states in the country. So there's an Alabama, there's an Alabama Avenue, there's an Arkansas street, there is a, you just just pick a state, there's a Maryland Avenue, there's an Ohio, you know, drive, there is, you know, your every New York Avenue, all of these states have their own streets. And so he was going to bike all of them. So let's say you built a photo project around that. Now, the next thing you might ask yourself is, you know, how does that fit in with my skill sets or my goals? If my, if my skill set is to, you know, go set up and shoot 500 millimeter lenses at sports or 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 nature that might not be the right photo project because it doesn't fit in with the skill sets or my interest as a photographer. And the other thing is, does it fit in with where you want to improve or get better, right? So if you know that your skill set is, I want to get better with off-camera flash, perhaps you might build in a photo project that that sort of gives you the opportunity to do more of that kind of work. Tom Spurduto, a lot of his photo projects were those where he would set up 
external lighting because as he is a portrait photographer and he, you know, wants opportunities to get better at his craft. So think about that as well. Can you narrow it to a story? Is there a storytelling opportunity? Because, you know, you get impact when there is what? Story opportunity. What can I, can I, can I say something with this? Um, and you might think about that as you think about how you would build out or execute this photo project. And then is there enough? It, it can't be so narrow that you don't give yourself enough room to to be playful and to interpret it just a wide variety of ways. Know that this thing, as you continue to do it, might morph and it might evolve, and it's it's okay just to follow it and see where it leads. Um, someone said this in one of the Creative Live interviews that you won't know how the play ends in the first act, meaning you're going to start this project, but you don't know where it could take you until you start going down that road. Okay, so knowing all that, I sort of took that and I stepped back and I said to myself, if I start a photo project, what will the topic be? So what, what am I passionate about? And I went through a number of things. I'm, I'm an avid sports fan and I, you know, I, I'm a, coming from New Orleans, I'm a big New Orleans Saints fan. But okay, that sounds like it would be a lot of fun. I thought about doing, because I like doing portraits, doing street portraits of sports fans, like people walking around in in their the jersey of their home team and just sort of asking them about that. I thought, okay, that might be sort of interesting. There's sort of a seasonal component built into that that, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I if that's enough, if there's enough meaty meat there. So I said, okay, we'll put that aside. I can't get access to the sports, you know, athletes themselves unless I went for instance, and maybe picked up high school, but you know my kids aren't in any of those kinds of environments, so I don't have a natural reason to be there. So I scrapped that. And then it hit me that I really have always been a, a proponent and a supporter of, of, of vets. And you know, being a veteran myself, I thought, now this might have something. You know, every Veterans Day, I try and go down by the Vietnam Wall and the area where all the vets come. And I and lots of times I, I will do sort of portraits of the veterans and really enjoy that. And I enjoy talking with them. I thought, man, now this is something I might be able to sink my teeth into. I thought about it and said, you know, it might also appeal to me because I really got my first love of photography and writing when I was in school learning to be a military photojournalist and public affairs guy, right? I mean, I'd studied this stuff in school, and it was, you know, I was interested in it. But that school really, really is where I started to really love this stuff, like really love photography, going in dark rooms, doing, you know, is more than just something to do, where I really loved communicating and writing. Uh, my My instructors there really really lit lit a fire there. So that's the subject matter I I shot was I learned to love this field. So I thought that's kind of a cool thing to get back to also. And then I started thinking about all the stories I I've been sort of telling haphazardly over time going down to the wall when, you know, there was a major military related holiday and photographing photographing veterans 
as they appear there. So I thought, okay, where's the story? And a lot of stories are with within these soldiers when they come back to the wall and like they find names of their 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 service, you know, buddies who might have lost their lives or they are sort of reflecting on their own service. This is an emotional time for a lot of them. I thought and 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 they have all these stories about you know when they were in and you know what and there are always so many stories these guys are just pouring out with stories when they're there because they're in such a reflective mode and i thought this is this could be really interesting if i could really start to capture a lot of these stories and tell them and then i remembered one story that was really impactful and this was the guy i began with mike bowen I remember I was watching the news and I saw a piece about this guy who ran 58,000 miles carrying this POW MIA flag. And it was his goal in life to run one mile for every name on the Vietnam Wall. He was there in 1982 when the wall was, uh, when they opened the wall. And at that point, he decided he would run one mile for each name he saw there and he would run it carrying this flag. When I saw that and they said he's going to be coming in I was watching the news tomorrow at noon at the wall and it will complete his journey. And I thought to myself, oh, I have to be there. Because back, this was a couple years ago, but I thought this looks like this is so much fun. So I, I got down there and of course there are hordes of media and it, you know there are people and the POW MIA community came out in force to welcome him. And I saw him sort of running the last few miles around the mall and around Constitution Gardens. And then he came around the corner and his last mile, boom, he ended right in the in the well of the Vietnam Wall. And so I was there and I got a couple of pictures of him. There's a crowd there and I got in, and I shot a couple photographs of him as he came in and then him standing at the wall. And I thought that was cool, but I've never done anything with it. Right. I, you know, I just thought, ah, oh, this was cool. I, I'll write something up about it, but I just never got around to it. And I thought, well, this will be a good opportunity to bring that out and tell his story as sort of the way to kick off this, this project. Now, that, okay, might be a good thing to start it off, but how would I, what would I do to keep it going? Well, I'm, I would look for other story opportunities of other vets who come back to the wall and tell the story, not of just the service, but what brought them to the wall and what's impactful about that moment and sort of wrap my stories around there. I know that I enjoy not just photography, but writing as well and storytelling. The photojournalist in me would want a project I embarked on to have all of those elements. Now, I'm going to do more than just that because I want, okay, how do I stretch myself? And I thought in terms of creative storytelling, it would be really fun if I could create more of a multimedia site. I remember uh, several years ago, I saw this site that the Denver Post did, and they won an award for it. It's called Ian Fisher, um, an American soldier. And they followed this soldier all the way through, you know, signing up at the recruiter's office, going through basic training and then deploying. And the site they built was this multimedia experience. And I, I was just so impressed when I saw it. I thought, I want to do one of those one day. Now the site's no longer up. They've taken, they've since taken it down. And I, I wanted to link to it so that you could see what I was talking about. 
but it's not there anymore. But it was like the main site was a series of tiles and you'd click on one, it'd be a story and written. You click another one, it'd be a photo story. You click another one, it'd be a video story. You click on one, it'd be, there'd be an audio story. So there was just this whole multimedia experience and the telling of the story in all these different media. I liked that a lot. So I thought I would do something like that because I've never really built something like that before. So the first one will just be sort of getting what I already have on the hard drive on online. And then from there, the goal would be to build more of a multimedia experience. So that's how I will build it so that I can make it stretch. Now, a question you can ask yourself when you are building is what's your ambitious outcome? So, you know, lots of times we will we'll create these photo projects just to help us shoot in an ongoing fashion. But I think it's always helpful to start with the end in mind. And by that, I said, well, what might this become? And for me, I would want it to become not just a multimedia blog, but I'd want it to become a gallery show. If you recall, several episodes back, we talked about, you know, hanging your own gallery show. And I was challenged by both of my interviewees, you know, St- Steve Rosenbach and Bridget Murray Law to do my own show. And I'd been, I have been thinking about that. And I thought rather than just pulling out, you know, 20 images that I can, you know, p- fashion together as a cohesive story, why don't I start and shoot it from the, from the beginning? And so this is where I'll be working toward is some sort of a a show that I can put on telling these stories. I would want to take that show and then condense it into some sort of a book. So that's the other ambitious outcome that could come from this, um, some sort of a photo and story book with these images and stories. And then finally, the presentation of the lessons learned along the way that I could then tell at other photography communities, sort of like your um, your uh, Photo Plus Expo or, or some other similar kind of, a, of a, a destination. So that's the ambitious outcome. Now, it's good to know that, you know, we set these ambitious outcomes and, and if, the, if, if it takes me in another direction, that's fine, but I, I just have to begin with a sort of a focus in mind. So you might think about what might you... What might you produce and allow yourself to be dream, but be flexible enough to change? All right. And of course, then you have to ask yourself, what tools will I need? And do you have all of them? For the most part, for what I want to do, I have the photography gear, but uh, needing now to go multimedia, I know that I'll need a boom mic. I don't have a, I have a lavalier microphone that I can use for interviews, but I think a boom mic that sits on top of the, um, in the in the hot shoe of my DSLR will be something I'll need. I'll need a digital recorder f- to record these interviews because my my iPhone notoriously dies at the most inopportune times. So a digital recorder would be helpful, and I probably will need to you know have some photos a photo assistant on a number of these shoots because if I'm doing interviews and uh, and doing the doing the interviews and recording it, it might be a little complicated for one person. So these are some of the things I'm thinking about that I might need to add. And so, you know, part of your planning is what tools will I need to add? Okay. Now, so we've got that part. And then your planning is, you know, of course, you know, what will you do next? Your next actions, 
Um, can you do practical experiments where you where you sort of practice what you're going to do? Is there any research you might need to do to to maybe come up with better ideas? Any personal analysis and insights, or you know, let, allow yourself to do some brainstorming about some ideas of ways you might implement your own photo project. For me, I'm going to, in my next steps, I'm going to create a website. Remember I said that uh, you got to have a website and a blog as the first tool for a platform if you really want to make a difference. And so in practicing what I preach, I'm going to create one of those. I thought about, you know, having it as an add-on to an existing site, like, you know, maybe bolted onto the Shutterbug Life site or maybe my own personal linspix.com. But I think this is going to be... I'm going to try and make this significant enough that it deserves to stand alone. So I'm got to buy a URL, I've got to build a, a site, I've got to do all this kind of stuff. I'm going to build it on Squarespace like I talked about in Why You Need a Blog because that's just the easiest way to create something like this. I'm going to, just so that when I start the site, it's not empty, I'm going to include some of the older images that I've taken of vets in the past but without stories, but this is just something just to seed the site, really. And then I'm going to do some research on some veterans' organizations because, again, as I start telling these stories, you start to think who are the natural, as we talked about uh, when you are building a platform, who are the people who are most likely to be interested in these in what you are building because these are the people who will will form the network of supporters of people who will support your product project who will share it with their friends and for whom you'll go to when you're ready to either have a gallery show or sell a book or any other way you want to turn this into a community or an opportunity to monetize or or an opportunity maybe to help a nonprofit uh, um, opportunity so Sorts of looking at the veterans organizations, how I might integrate with them. You know, of course, there's the organization that built the wall. I know there is a an organization that brings these vets on day trips to Washington, D.C. Uh, throughout the summer and fall, um, honor flight organizations. You know, getting to know these these kinds of people and, and seeing how what I do might be helpful to them. Because if you can, the easiest way to get people to support you is to, to help them. Oh, Zig Ziglar used to say, if you hope enough people get what they want, that's the way you get what you want. And then I'll look at researching some funding and grant opportunities because you know, it'd be great to have somebody else pay for a lot of this stuff. And so expect sometime in the future, I might uh, interview someone on how you get funding or or grants for your photo projects, because I think that might be, you know, a way to help sustain these things and so that they don't, so that they can pay for themselves and so that you can really build out your dream for the project. And so that's the research I'll do. I'm, this is going into Memorial Day weekend 2016 as I'm recording this. So as I get out around this weekend, I'm going to start looking now with an eye toward who might make an interesting story and maybe begin to collect some um, some stories during during the weekend with the goal to publish at least one feature by the end of June. 
and the first full multimedia feature by the end of summer, end of August. You know, knowing that this is on the side, it probably won't go as fast. I'm not going to be publishing daily because, you know, I'm still doing a lot of this stuff. But I will look for ways to batch it more, meaning I would shoot a lot on on times like this weekend and maybe tell those stories over time over the weeks that follow and then batch again on, let's say, a Veterans Day, something like that. So this is the kind of thing I'm thinking about. Um, I'm looking at completing phase one by Veterans Day of 2017. That will be the 35th anniversary of the the wall. And I thought that would be a good opportunity to have something to show. So that's what I'm thinking about. And, and, and ho- I'm hoping that by listening to the way I'm thinking about this, it might give you some ideas of how you might begin to create your own, your own photo project, your own big project, your own storytelling opportunity, whatever it is that you that makes you excited. And I knew this was right for me because when I when I came up with the idea, it was like late at night. And then the rest of the night, I couldn't sleep because my mind just started buzzing with all the different things I could do with it. And I got up in the middle of the night. I started re- going to YouTube and, and Google and sort of researching story ideas and found all this stuff. And I thought, I know that I'm onto something now. So I'm hoping that you find something that excites you also, that you could also research and or shoot and just or just begin creating something. It doesn't have to be as involved as mine is. It can be something simple, but um, a photo project is a good way and a and a good investment of your time if you want to to share something, build something and get better. So if you want to follow along with my photo project, I'm going to be building it at warriorsatthewall.com. Warriors, plural, at the wall.com. If you go there, uh, by the time you hear this, you should, if you are hearing this right as it's published, there'll be, you know, you can leave your name and email. And when, when I launch it and as I'm going along, I can send you an update. I don't want to, you know, bore everyone with updates about this if you're not interested in it. But if you are interested in following along, then I'd certainly be happy to share progress with you as I go along. Now, tell me about your photo projects. Are you working on any right now? Are you thinking about doing one? Um, Share them with me in the comments and uh, share them with each other. Tell us, you know, what you're working on and what you're excited about. And hopefully we can build out our photo projects together. That's it for this episode, episode 67 of the Shutterbug Life podcast. I hope you found something helpful there and useful for you especially if you were thinking about or on the fence on creating your photo project. I hope that inspired you, and I'd love to hear about your own journey as you begin to contemplate, think about, or even begin to create your own photo project. Remember, you can follow along mine at warriorsatthewall.com. Now, if you enjoy what we do here, if you enjoy what we do with this podcast, 
please invite and share it with a friend. I love when I get messages from you guys and you say, uh, I, I heard from Rodney who said, I just moved to to Ohio and I'm still sharing the podcast with all my friends in Ohio. Thank you so much for that. Um, that's really cool. Now, you can make sure you don't miss any of these by subscribing, shouldabuglife.com forward slash subscribe, or if you're in iTunes or Stitcher, you can subscribe there and leave a review. I certainly would appreciate that. All right. Hey, if you want to connect with us during the week, go to fb.shutterbooklife.com and join our community there on Facebook and uh, share some of your images, share some of your what you've learned, share some of your challenges, just, uh, just shoot and share with us. If you're in Washington, D.C. or New York City, come on out and shoot with us at the meetup, Shutterbug Excursions, and you'll find links to all of those on the show notes for episode 67. Go to shutterbuglife.com, and in the search bar, just put in 067. It ought to bring it right up. All right? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of the community I love having you here. Get on out this weekend, this week, and shoot something amazing. Whatever you do, wherever you go, enjoy your Shutterbug life. Take care. <laughs>